You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to Food Freedom Podcast. I can't believe we're already on episode five. So I want to start by just painting a picture of what my day has looked like so far. So it's Friday here in Nashville. It's Friday today while I'm recording this. And it's been raining in Nashville all day today, which is, you know, it is what it is. The weather's been all over the place. Like it's cold some days, warm some days. So who knows what is going on. But also, I just dropped my dog Remy off at the vet. She is getting spayed next week. And so she has to go in today to get blood work done and an EKG and all this lab work type stuff. And if you know me, or if you've been following me on Instagram, you know I'm obsessed with Remy. <laughs> Like, that's probably putting it lightly. And so when I was dropping her off, I felt like a mom dropping off her child at daycare or school for the first time. <laughs> like, I was on the verge of emotions because she's going to be at the vet for a little while. And I think just the uncertainty of like, oh my gosh, I hope all her lab work comes back okay. Anyway, it's a lot of what I tell my clients about focusing on what we can control versus what we can't control. And a realization that I am, in fact, a crazy dog mom. So if you have a dog or an animal, cats too, I hope you can relate. <laughs> and if you don't like dogs or cats, then you're probably like, this girl is crazy. Either way, <laughs> let's dive in. So I thought it was about time we start talking about body image around here. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about with clients, and I know it can be so complex and a hard topic to talk about, but as we really dive deeper into the difference between body respect and body positive, my hope is that you'll be able to find clarity in what it truly looks like to create a healthier body image, because I think in today's society, it can get very confusing in terms of what it looks like to be body positive and how to walk away from being body negative, and so my hope is that you'll walk away from this episode with so much more clarity and what it truly looks like to have a healthy body image. And one of the things I've learned from the hundreds of women I've worked with is that body love or body positivity seems so overwhelming. And I totally get that because going from disliking and maybe even hating your body to loving it can seem impossible. And that's why we work to reframe that focus. And what I've found is the reason you keep dieting, the reason you keep drinking celery juice, doing the workouts you hate, has a lot to do with your body image. And it's so much more than just the food. You think that weight loss is the key to happiness or reaching this ideal body will bring you everything you've ever dreamed of. 
So you think that diets equal weight loss and then that weight loss equals happiness. But what my goal is, is to help you realize that equation actually doesn't work like you think it does. And weight loss, in fact, does not fix a negative body image, which in turn means that weight loss is actually not the key to happiness. Working to love your body can be so hard and it can also seem impossible And that's totally okay, because the goal here is for you to be able to respect and care for your body. And maybe that'll turn into body love one day, or maybe it stays at body respect. There's no right or wrong with that. The big picture is when we're acting out of a mindset that is not body respect, our habits and routines will look like quick fixes harmful actions and unsustainable goals and in my practice we refer to that as non-productive behaviors and on the opposite when we are acting out of body respect our habits and our routines are supportive and sustainable such as honoring our hunger practicing self-care doing activities that we enjoy and those are what we refer to as productive habits The pursuit of thinness has been something our society has been obsessed with for a while. If you stand in the checkout line at the grocery store long enough, you'll see this to be true. I was at Publix the other day grocery shopping and so many of the magazines I saw when I was waiting in line had titles like, lose 30 pounds in 10 days, try this keto diet that'll change your life. And all of these different magazines are throwing this message their way. And I get it, it's so easy to get drawn to those catchy promises that fill the the magazine cover. You see the picture, you see the before and after picture, and you're like, I want what she has. So you follow the rules, the diets, the ab burner exercise, in hopes that you will reach that ideal body. But it goes so much deeper than that. Believing that the smaller you are, the more worthy of value and love you are. Which is so not true. And we're going to continue to dive into that concept. An unpopular fact, but a fact that is so true, is that thinness does not equal health. And the size of your body does not dictate your worth. Someone in a larger body is not necessarily unhealthy, and someone in a smaller body is not necessarily healthy. Health is a much bigger picture than the number on the scale. And you are not more valued or loved if you are in a smaller body, because your worth is so much deeper and so much more meaningful than the size of your genes or the numbers that show up on the scale, which it's that can be such a countercultural concept because again going back to the magazines the media portrays the exact opposite that thinness is the goal and thinness will bring you happiness and all of your wildest dreams so digging into some examples into the way we talk to ourselves when we're rooted in that body negative mindset some comments may sound like my body doesn't look good in dresses I wish my face wasn't so round. I can't trust myself around sweets. I hate how my thighs touch. My arms are too big. 
When we continually flood our mind in conversations with comments like that, it impacts our mindset so deeply. We feel discouraged. We feel stuck. We feel dissatisfied. And the actions that are going to root out of those thoughts are often destructive and disrespectful to our body. Thinking over-exercising, crash dieting, etc. And what I do a lot with clients when we're working through these body image concepts is really getting to that root issue. You start the diet, you have these negative self-talk comments in your mind, and what's the root there? And a lot of times it's, again, tying your weight to your worth or thinking you'll be more valuable. Body respect, however, brings a much more neutral approach to our body. It's way more supportive than body negative comments. Because coming from body respect, we aren't making hateful remarks to our body, which leaves any destructive actions at bay, like over-exercising and crash dieting and cutting out unnecessary foods. So here's examples of what body respect statements would look like and reframing some of those statements I mentioned above. I wear clothes that fit my body. My smile can brighten a day. My body can be trusted. I am thankful for legs that carry me places. My arms allow me to throw the tennis ball for my dog. These comments and thoughts lead to actions that actually respect our body such as doing movement we enjoy, eating foods that nourish our body, and going to bed at a decent hour. Our health habits are a direct result of our thoughts, whether negative or respectful thoughts. So let's dive into the difference and what these habits can look like. So some examples of body negative habits that are rooting, rooted out of those body negative comments may look like skipping snacks because you view, view snacking as bad. Working out on days that you're sick or maybe you're just really sore. Continuing to practice negative self-talk and just standing in front of the mirror and nitpicking everything about your body. Ignoring your hunger cues by tr chewing gum, drinking water, doing something to distract you. Binge eating at night after a day full of restricting. So the opposite, body respect habits, here's some examples of what those could look like. Eating nourishing snacks throughout the day. Journaling or reading instead of working out when you're sick. Practicing neutral or maybe even positive thoughts when looking in the mirror. Eating food when you're hungry and not feeling like you have to ignore your hunger cues. And prioritizing meals and snacks throughout the day. And the thing with those body respect habits is they're so much more sustainable and long lasting than the body negative habits. And the body negative habits go hand in hand with diets, which is why for most people, you maybe can stick to those short term, but eventually you hit a breaking point where you're like, I can't keep doing this, or this is impacting my relationships, my social life, my mental health. Body respect, however, and those habits are going to support your physical and mental health. So maybe you're wondering why body love is not the goal. Because with body love, that turns out to be a pretty unrealistic goal. We are all human. We're going to have days where there are things about our body that we wish were different. 
And that's fine. That's so normal. But the change happens. Hear me out on this. The change happens when we don't let those thoughts impact our behaviors and our habits. Because when rooting out a body negative and we have that negative self-talk, it leads to those negative actions, like I mentioned. But when we're operating out of body respect and we have a day where we're just not feeling super at home in our body and we're tempted to have those negative self-talk and maybe we say something negative to our body, but the change happens because you realize that the action that that thought leads to is not productive. And so you do something in that moment to reframe or you do the opposite moment. So maybe right now you would use the word negative or hate to describe your body image. And you're also wondering, how do you ever get to a point of respecting your body? So here are some helpful tips you can do today, like right now when you finish listening to this, or if you're at home, write these down. A few helpful things you can do today to improve your body respect. Number one, and this is one of the very first things I do with every new client, unfollow toxic social media accounts. Whether it's random bloggers you follow, diet accounts, food bloggers that post a lot about diets, unfollow those. And then at the same time, follow more social media accounts that promote body respect and body diversity. And also just add more variety to your social media account. Maybe you don't need to add a ton of body respect or body diversity to your page because maybe you're still not even there yet and that's fine. But unfollowing the toxic accounts and just adding more neutral things like dog accounts. (laughs) Buy clothes that fit your body and get rid of ones that don't because that can be such a trigger. You may be having the best day and then you go to get dressed and you realize your jeans don't fit like they used to. Or the pair of jeans that you're just hoping one day will fit again still don't fit. Get rid of those and buy new ones. Put a post-it note on your mirror with a body respect phrase or mantra. One of my favorite ones and one that I tell clients all the time is my body can be trusted. Because I think that is such a powerful, powerful phrase. And another thing, and this is an action you can do right now or every day or when you're just feeling kind of stuck in your thoughts, write out a list of your own body negative thoughts, things that you commonly find yourself saying to your body. And on the other side of that page, write out body respect thoughts. So how you would reframe those to be more body respect instead of body negative. And another thing I encourage you to do is ask yourself this every morning. What is one thing I can do today to respect my body? I hope this episode helps to bring you some clarity into what body respect actually looks like and how that is a stepping stone in getting to body love or body respect itself may be the foundation that you build all of your habits off of. Either way, anything that is moving away from body negative is amazing and is so powerful, especially in a culture that really thrives off of us being feeling negative in our body because that's when we're tempted to do the crazy diets or spend far too much money on a gym membership or some crazy 
protein potion powder. So I hope, I hope, I hope that you find clarity and some peace in today's episode. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love if you would share it on your Instagram story and tag me at dylanmurphy.rd. And as always, if you haven't already, I appreciate if you would rate and review this episode or this podcast in general. It's one of my favorite things to get to read those and hear from all of you who are listening what stands out and what impact you're getting. So that is all that we have for today, and I will see y'all next week.